right, welcome back. It is the uh, BeckQL tailgate to kickoff. I am Ryan Horvath. A beautiful Saturday morning, October 21st, 10 days away from Halloween, 9.42 a.m. here on the East Coast here in Bethesda, Maryland, in the Washington, D.C. area. And we're going to have a lot of wind. It's going to be a windy, windy day, which is why a little bonus pick. I like the Baltimore Ravens as three-point favorites against the Detroit Lions. I know the Lions are a popular team right now, but they got a lot of injuries. Got to wait on this branch injury on the defensive side of the ball. I think it could be a big day for Mark Andrews on the offensive side of the ball for the Ravens. The safeties, the linebackers for Detroit struggle a little bit in coverage. Defense has been good for the Lions. Getting pressure at a 37% rate. I believe they have a top five rushing defense right now. But I really like this offense when healthy for Baltimore. And the Ravens had a healthy offensive line last week for the first time since week one. Lamar put on a ridiculous performance. I like this Ravens offense because it's a lot of three wide receiver sets. When Lamar is using his legs, he's running into light boxes. I think uh, they beat the Detroit Lions tomorrow, and I think they cover the three. And it's going to be Jared Goff throwing the ball into the wind. You look at the home road splits. Jared Goff's going to be under pressure most likely in that game. Might get a couple turnovers. So do like the Ravens, and uh, as long as the wind holds up. And right now we're looking at like 15 to 20-mile-per-hour winds. Let's get back to college football. Uh, I like Wake Forest on the money line against Pitt. Minus 120. I just feel like this is the perfect sandwich spot for Wake Forest. They've lost three straight games. They lost to Virginia Tech. I do like the coaching staff still. I like Dave Clawson. And it's homecoming. They haven't won a conference game yet in the ACC. Pittsburgh's coming off an upset victory over Louisville. They give Louisville their first loss of the season. I just thought that was more of a letdown spot for Louisville, right? They were coming off a big win over Notre Dame. Um, Pitt, not very good this season. Their starting quarterback, Phil Jerkovic, is now a tight end. Even in last week's upset win, they were outgained 430 total yards to 288. They got lucky with a 3-0 turnover advantage in that game. Wake Forest's offense, it's not the same without Sam Hartman. Their quarterback was benched last week. I still like them to get the win today at home over a bad pit team. Following a multi-game losing streak, Wake Forest head coach Dave Clawson, 15-7 against the spread since 2005. All right, let's look for some more ugly dogs. That's what we do here on the BetQL tailgate to kick off. Let's go to Michigan State, Michigan over at BetMGM right now. You could grab a 24 and a half with Sparty, and I bet them the last three weeks. They've covered for me the last three weeks. Probably should have won two of those games outright. They can't close the deal in the fourth quarter. Michigan, a lot going on at Michigan. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be a distraction, right? Like the four-game suspension for Jim Harbaugh to start the season for buying some recruits a sandwich, that wasn't a distraction because they didn't play anybody. They started 4-0 in non-con. But now uh, there's some other things going on over at Michigan, things that I don't think are a big deal. But Michigan State today, 24.5-point dogs. I talked about this last week on the show. They've been a much better team since their bye week and since the firing of Mel Tucker. Covered last week. And if you go back, this is a rivalry game with the Michigan team, who I do think is the best team in the country. They've won every game by at least 25 points. Their defense, Michigan's, is the best in the country. They're only giving up five points per game. But 24 and a half seems like a lot of points. Michigan plays at one of the slowest paces in the country. They're going to run the ball with Blake Corum and hopefully Donovan Edwards today. And as bad as it sounds, Michigan State might be their first test all season. Like so far, they've beat East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota, and Indiana. For Michigan State, this is their Super Bowl, a rivalry game. They're going to go all in. I expect a trick player to. The offense has looked a little bit better since they made a change at quarterback. They played a tough schedule of defenses. They got beat up by Washington a couple weeks ago. So they played a tough conference. And four of their losses 
have come against teams with a combined 22-5 and record. Michigan State also should have beat Iowa and Rutgers the last two weeks, if not for the fourth quarter. They've been outscored 34-0 in the fourth quarter of the last two weeks. And I'm not a big trends guy, but if you go back to 2005 when I was in high school, we've seen a spread of over three touchdowns in this rivalry three times. All three times, Michigan State's covered by an average margin of just under two touchdowns. They actually won outright back in 2020 as three touchdown dogs. So I'm going to take Sparty today, uh, plus 24 and a half over at BetMGM. Also over at BetMGM, you can find the Trojans, USC, seven-point favorites at home against Utah. They've lost to Utah three straight times. Uh, I grabbed this early on in the week. There were four and a half. There were fives available. Now we're out to seven. I still like USC as a full touchdown favorite. I love Utah, uh, but this game is not in Utah. This is not the Cam Rising offense we saw from last year. No Keithy, no Cam Rising. It looks like those guys are going to attempt to get a medical redshirt year. you got to remember, Utah heads to the Big 12. I think both of those guys want to return next year. I don't think there's any reason to come back week 8, week 9. And on the road this season, Utah just a completely different football team. They nearly lost to a bad Baylor team. They got blown out a couple weeks ago by Oregon State. I don't know how they keep up with this USC team as long as you know USC doesn't throw three interceptions. Caleb Williams, the offense, I think they bounce back. You know, following a loss, USC 14-4-1 against the spread is a single-digit favorite against conference opponents going back to 2004. They cover by at least 10 points per game, and they're going to be motivated, I think. Lincoln Riley called out the team this week, kind of called out Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams threw three interceptions against Notre Dame this season, 13 turnover-worthy throws, all under pressure. Even the passing offense from USC, everything kind of looks like backyard football. I think they'll play within the offense today. I don't think Utah is going to be able to score enough points. I like their defense, but they're beat up right now. Utah remains one of only 14 teams in the country, averaging under five yards per play. So I just don't think they get enough offense to keep up with the USC team. So give me USC minus seven over at BetMGM right now against Utah at the crib today. Uh, Clemson, Miami. I lean Clemson here. Just not sure if they're going to be able to score enough points. Um, Tyler Van Dyke, quarterback for Miami, expected to play. Mario Cristobal says he's going to be fine. Miami also in danger of starting 0-3 in the ACC for the first time in program history. Clemson should be a bit healthier in this game. Nate Wiggins is back. Dabo says everybody should play in this game. My problem with Clemson, why I haven't laid this yet, the wide receiver room. They're not creating any separation. They're only averaging Clemson 20 points per game in four games against conference opponents. And they've had really bad red zone luck. They haven't had a 300 passing game, a 300 yard passing game yet this season, even with Garrett Riley calling plays. And they just don't have the playmakers this season. Like I like Shipley and Maffa, their running backs. They're not really hitting explosive runs, but they're fine. Wide receivers, like I said, can't create any separation. Tyler Brown, a three-star freshman, has actually probably been their best wide receiver. Antonio Williams hasn't lived up to the hype. And the only way to attack this Miami defense is their secondary. You know, you saw this with Texas A&M a couple weeks ago. I just don't know that Clemson's going to be uh, able to take advantage or scheme guys open, even against Wake Forest's defense. Clemson only finished with 330 yards, their lowest total of the season. So unless they were playing possum and didn't want to put anything on tape, just don't feel good enough about the offense to lay uh, this number, to lay three against Miami, who at times has looked pretty good. Tyler Van Dyke has had some good games. Last two games, not great. Five touchdowns, five picks. He's dinged right now. Still does lead the ACC in passing touchdowns. But now they're going against a solid Clemson defense, and he's dealing with a leg injury. 
also has three torn ligaments in his throwing hand, so he's all beat up. And Clemson's had two weeks to prepare for this game. They have a top 10 passing defense. I lean Clemson, but this is a stay away. Duke-Florida State, we already hit on this game. I actually like Florida State. Riley Leonard, he's going to be a true game-time decision. He's off crutches. He's out of the walking boot. I just don't know why you would play him in this game. Even if you lose this game, you could still make the ACC title game, and that's a solid season for Duke, right? They have a head-to-head game with uh, North Carolina still to come this season. They get Louisville still to come this season. So what I'm going to do here, I like Florida State. Anything under 14 and a half. There were some 13 and a halfs earlier this week. We're back to 14. Um, I also like the under in this game, 49 and a half. I think this is going to be a lower scoring game. Duke's defense, really solid, giving up the fourth lowest amount of points per game in the country. Obviously, this is going to be the best offense they've seen since Notre Dame, who right now is number 56 in the country. Florida State gets a little bit healthier on the offensive side of the ball. They get Johnny Wilson back. We talked about this with Mark Drumheller. Keon Coleman has been a nightmare matchup. But Duke's got a bunch of experience on the defensive side of the ball. It's the second year in the Mike Elko scheme. They get a ton of pressure. They rotate a bunch of guys. So I think uh, this is going to be a lower scoring game. But I do think Florida State pulls away a little bit later on in this game. Like Jordan Travis might have his Heisman game, even against a good defense. They don't turn the ball over. They really don't make mistakes, Florida State offensively. They only have three turnovers this year. And Duke's defense has struggled to defend tight ends. You saw that a couple weeks ago against Notre Dame. Mitchell Evans absolutely torched them. So uh, that's the thing that scares me here. Florida State might have some success in the middle of the field against that Duke defense. And uh, also they're getting a little bit healthier in this game. Bless Harris, officially back on their offensive line. So they should hold up a little bit better in protection. But I do like the under quite a bit in Duke, Florida State. Bama, Tennessee. I lean Bama in this game. Revenge game for Bama. Joe Milton has struggled at the quarterback position. The run game and the offensive line have carried this Tennessee offense. Jalen Wright has went over 100 yards rushing in four games this season. He's created 23 missed tackles, 13 explosive runs. But last week, Tennessee, I was like, if they're going to figure out the passing offense, it has to come against Texas A&M, whose secondary is outside the top 120 in EPA per pass. And only three passes were completed 15 or more yards down the field. Went back and looked at this. Joe Milton this season on passes over 20 yards, even with that rocket for an arm, 8 of 35. He has a completion percentage, an adjusted completion percentage of 36%. Like even in the Josh Heupel offense, none of these wide receivers are creating separation, squirrel white included. Uh, None of them averaging more than two yards per route run. I know Bama's not great offensively. They're a run-first team now. They're just hunting big, deep throws down the field with Jalen Milrow, who's number three in the country in yards per attempt. But I do like that Bama defense, and it's a revenge game. I don't love the number at eight and a half, but I do think Bama wins today, at least by a touchdown. So to recap, before we get out of here, we got about 60 seconds. Let's throw out all the plays, starting with the big one. I am going to take a shot with Penn State. My only worry, I feel like Penn State might be the trendy dog today, but I do think they're the better football team. I like Penn State. I like the under at 48 and a half. I still like it at 45 and a half. I like the first half under, even though we've dipped to 22. I like Arkansas, minus six and a half today against Mississippi State. I like Central Florida to cover the 17 and a half against Oklahoma on the road in the Dylan Gabriel revenge game. I like Wake Forest at home on the money line against Pitt. I'm taking the three and a half points with Minnesota on the road against Iowa. They haven't won that game since 1999. I think they get it done today. I like Northwestern, plus 12 against Nebraska. I still like it at the current price, 10 and a half. Give me Florida State. I bet it at 13 and a half. I still like it at 14. I also like the under 49 and a half. Give me Michigan State plus 24 and a half. 
and give me USC as seven-point favorites today against Utah. I think they finally get the job done against Utah. They've lost three straight. That'll do it for the BetQL tailgate to kick off. I'm back next Saturday. I'm also back Monday night with BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern, with my co-host, Nick Ashew of Chris the Crick. Enjoy the games today. Go Penn State.